this is Offhand with, with Steven, Steven and Lydia. <laughs> I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. And welcome to this podcast. We're so glad you joined us. Hey, everyone. Glad you could be here. Listening. Listening. Listening in. Listen in. <laughs> uh, we are going to have a What's It All About episode today. Yes. By the way, Lydia, I just want to apologize again for making us late with having to record this. Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Uh, I was confused, though, why... Why I was late. Well, yeah, that, and also why you were so late. Well, yeah, well, earlier today, I I uh, broke one of our family rules, and yeah, so and I had to go and have a time out time in out my room. For like an hour, but... Yeah. But you were long, you were later than an hour, though. Well, yeah, because I had to have, I was grounded for an hour, so I had to be in my room for an hour. And then, but after that, um, my dad came in and we talked for a little while too. So he wanted to remind me of why I was grounded because I broke one of our family rules and he wanted to just remind me why we have these rules, what they're, that, what they're there for. And then he also just wanted to remind me how much he loves me and that, he he wants me to try better next time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good dad stuff. Yeah. So you guys are cool then? Yes. Yep. Can I work that relationship out again? Yeah. Yep. Good. He good. loves me. I love him. Yeah. We're good. Well, good. You know what? This actually crazy reminds me a little bit of the book that we're talking about and what's it all about. About with, with Ezra? Yeah. I think you'll see why as we talk about it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe so, I'll yeah, so yes. Ezra is the next book in our What's It All About series. That's right, yep. And it is uh, talking about Israel and they're in captivity. Yes. Yeah, after 70 years in captivity. That's a long time. It is a really long Man, time. Man, I thought an hour in my bedroom was a long time. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way. But then, yeah, to think about 70 years not being in your own homeland. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, after that long, God allows Israel to return to their homeland, and he actually uses Cyrus. Uh, he was the leader of Persia. Yes. Cyrus the Great. Yes. So, he uses them. He, But everything isn't just automatically just like it had been. Well, like, yeah. Everything back to normal. Nope. That's not how it works. A long time has passed. Yeah. So um, so Cyrus, the Persian, conquers Babylon and allows the exiles. The Israelites. Yes. Yep. To return and rebuild the temple. Which I think is kind of cool. That is cool. So he sends he uh, he sends the this one guy he's Zerubbabel which is a really lead. great name it is great it's really fun to say <laughs> try it Zerubbabel <laughs> Zerubbabel is asked to lead the first wave of Israelites to go back and start to rebuild their their nation and their temple and temple worship and get kind of started on getting things back to the way they should be. Right, yeah. But actually, 60 years goes by, and Israel is still struggling to rebuild their nation and the temple Ugh. and, get, a, and just getting back too. to temple worship. Yeah, that it's it doesn't just happen like, boom, overnight. No, 60 years they're, they're still struggling and learning. Yeah. And then, around chapter 7, in chapter 7, we meet Ezra. Yeah, 
And Ezra. The book is called Ezra, and we still don't even meet him until chapter seven. Chapter seven, yeah. You, which is kind of nice to know, because you you could be reading this book and being like, okay, so why is this called Ezra? Because there's nobody in this. But it, you got to wait for it. There. You got to wait for chapter it. Chapter seven, he enters, enters scene. And Ezra actually, he shows up. Um, he's sent by God and... Um, and the Persian Persian king Artaxerxes, which is another fun one to say. That's true. So so Cyrus isn't in charge anymore, and now it's Artaxerxes. Yes. Artaxerxes. Yeah, and he has Ezra teach God's law to his chosen people. Which is super cool, too. Yeah. You wouldn't really expect that from a king that isn't, you know, is not really following God necessarily. He's in, he's in charge of a different country and they have different religion and all that. So right, yeah. To have him actually say, hey, go teach them about God's law. That's cool. That's probably a good idea. That's a neat thing. And then actually our verse of the day comes out of Ezra 7. Well, that's very fitting. It's verse 10. Yeah. And it says, for Ezra had set his heart to study the law of the Lord and to do it. And to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. So that was a very important thing because they had been they had been in another country and not really able to follow the Lord and all that for a long time. And so it was really important that they reestablished and, and were reminded about what God's laws were and how he wanted them to live and to worship him and all of that. And so he had to kind of like, they had to figure that relationship with God back out again. You're right, Lydia. That is like what kind of like what I experienced today. I broke one of our family rules, yep. disobeyed, and Dad had to come and reestablish with me why we have those rules and that he still loves me and he wants me to follow that. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Kind of similar. And restoring Israel in both in, in the with all the in physically when they got back to their country and started living there again and in the spiritual ways they took time they had to be patient and and God had to be and God was faithful to them to take the time and the effort to teach and restore the people that he loved and that's like your dad too he took the time with you he didn't just send you to a room and like i don't want to see you for an hour and then you come out and he's like ah yeah we're cool Right. He took the time to remind you about the family rules and to be like, hey, buddy, I love you, and this is why we have these, and let's do better. Yeah, definitely. So your dad is is a good dad. Yeah. He's trying to be like God. That's right. In yeah. His, in his raising you. That's, That's really cool. Pretty awesome. Steven. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Don't you hate it when they punish you and then all of a sudden, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess it was for my own good. Thank you. Yes. And <laughs> they're so right. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) And God does this with us, too, all the time. If we let him, he'll remind us using his Holy Spirit of things that we've done wrong, the rules of his that we've broken, and he takes the time to restore a relationship with him, too. That's right. And we need to... Because he's a good father, too. That's right. And we need to admit when we do uh, break his laws again and and apologize and want to do better and ask him for his help. Yeah, you wouldn't have a very good relationship with your dad right now if you'd have been like, whatever, dad. Right. Sure, okay. Yep. Yeah, fine. I had to admit that I was wrong and ask him for, to forgive me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it all worked out with your dad. Me too. 
Well, that was a good little chat about Ezra. Good talk, good talk. Yeah. And um, if the next time, not if, the next time, <laughs> the next time we still do uh, What's It All About, it will be the sequel oh, to Ezra. The sequel. Yeah. And if you want to find what called, out though. what it actually is, you can go look it up in your Bible. Yeah. Check homework. it out. Quiz you can, time. You can get a little spoiler alert and <laughs> go take a little sneak peek read. Yeah. But for now, listen to these jokes. I love a good joke to give the bunny bone a poke. Be it that max or riddles for grown-ups or kiddles. I love a good joke. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure, I'll go first. All right. What's a scarecrow's favorite fruit? Um, I don't know what. No! I mean strawberries! Oh, it wasn't even that part of a joke, and I was funny. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Be it knock-knocks or riddles for grown-ups and kiddles. I love a good joke! Oh, man. I think that was funnier than your joke. I hope you... Oh, you you do one. Okay. Save it. So, who helps small pumpkins cross the street at pumpkin school? Crossing gourds. <laughs> I love a good joke. Hey, berries. Hey, berries. Oh, man. Oh, my. That would taste gross. <laughs> well, strawberries don't sound much better if you think about it, then. Well, that's true. <laughs> I wonder why they're called strawberries. I don't know. I don't know, but you know, if you took if you take a strawberry and you take a straw and you shove the straw up through the strawberry, you can pop out the little stem part. You can, yeah, with just like just like a little tubey part in the center, and then you just pop the strawberry in your mouth or (gasps) fill it with something delicious. Wow, I know. Helpful hints by Lydia. When next time you eat your hay berries. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh. If oh. you want to email Lydia or me and... Uh, Give us a joke to mess up. That's right. You can do that. Uh, Lydia sing at yahoo.com. Yeah. Or you can tweet us at StephenLydia. That's right. Or you can visit our website at ghhinc.org. There's some really fun stuff to check out on there. Yeah, you can uh, uh, go check out the YouTube channel, G-H-H-I-N-C, as well. Yep, to subscribe to that. You can find us everywhere, almost. Not really, but sort (laughs) of. Right. And thank you for joining us. This has been Offhand with Steve and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands.